Welcome to Local Matters Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks, and got a special treat in the studio for you today. The state champions, once again, Prescott South Bulldogs. And I have Coach Rachel Van, Coach Justin Van, players Sadie Garrett and Lauren Gillis in the house today. Welcome to the show, guys. Glad to have you today. Thank you for having us. Hi, guys. Hey. Thanks for having us. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. So let's let's dive right into it. Of course, we've had you on the show before. I think the last time was the past uh, state championship with them, um, if I'm not mistaken, was two years ago. 2022. 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So not back to back. Not back to back. One we took a year off. Yeah. yeah. One, one year in between. <laughs> okay. So just to, just to catch everybody up out there. So last year. Uh, I wouldn't consider it a down year uh, at all. How far did you get last year? To the sectional championship. Okay. So you did real good in the season, I know, again, mm-hmm. and then uh, got a chance to get the postseason run and just didn't quite make it last year. So you started the season off uh, this year knowing that. Having been a state champion previously, you know what it takes to get there. Right. And how much of that, um, as far as that experience of knowing for you as a coach, and Justin, you jump in there too, how much of that experience helped you as you started building this team back for another run? Um, I think just like work ethic and, you know, what they need to do off the court and on the court and practice and, you know, just being together as a team, um, just kind of knowing what you needed to do in all aspects of the game. Definitely with this group because they were sixth graders. So, um, and they saw it with their sisters. And um, four of them had our older sisters won it in 2022. Wow. So, you guys were sixth graders on the team with older sisters that won the state. Did any of you play that year? Surely not. I hope not. <laughs> it probably wouldn't be at the state if you yeah. had sixth graders playing. So, how, how, how did that prepare you? So, Lauren, having a, a sister when you were a sixth grader that was on the eighth grade team that won the state championship, how did that help you as a player this year? Um, well, I got to see, like, how they were a team and how they, like, everyone contributed to the team and they worked hard. And so just kind of – she was kind of like my role model, like kind of just to relate to. and Yeah, just finish. seeing that experience and being on the sideline, and, and it had to help just – even though you maybe didn't get to play in the game at that time, just being there and being a part of the action had to help. And so for you, uh, Sadie, also being on the sideline and, and watching the coach do her thing and, and going through that state run as a sixth grader, how did that help you? So for me, it would be the kind of the same thing that she said, but um, as a sixth grader, you don't, you don't get to play, you get to play sixth grade games, but you don't get that varsity action. Just having to go through the process for me, like in a tenth grader, as a tenth grader, we won the the district and the region championship. For me, I was just happy. To, I was just happy to be there, <laughs> you know. So, anything like that 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 would that would help you there. So let me. Okay. All right, Jake, start the answer here. So I got to practice with them, though. Even though I didn't get to play in the state championship, I still got to practice with them and stuff. So I saw how that team practiced and always worked hard. And during everything that they would do, they worked as a team. And then it they reached their final goal of winning the state championship. So it was just kind of a mentality you had to have. So the cool thing there that 
when you're practicing as a sixth grader against a state championship team, <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. That had to be good experience for you to make you better as as a younger player. So you look up to those guys and, and knowing that they won the state championship and you practice against them every day had to give you guys confidence along the way. Yeah. It um, for sure gave us some confidence. Awesome. All right, Justin – you know, not just basketball for you. Right. So you, you coach football. So you, you see the guy's side of coaching. You yeah. get to see the girl's side of coaching. And it's a, a cool tandem with coaching with your wife, I guess. <laughs> for, for the most part. You know, <laughs> sometimes she might get on me like I'm a player, but uh, it, it's all right. <laughs> well, I know Rachel's pretty intense on the sideline, but intense in a good way. And, you know, one thing I noticed about your, your coaching, Rachel, is you're, you're the type of coach that, likes to pat the kids on the back just as much as you get on to them and probably even more i've not been at every game but the games that i've watched you i like that i the coaches i liked when i was playing were the coaches that that you know gave you credit Mm -hmm. along the way and and also you know got in when you needed to get on to they got on to you too I'm big on that anyways. I'm, I try to be really fun off the court, but the girls know, like, when we're between those four lines, I mean business. And if it requires me to get in your grill, which every player's different, you treat, co- you know, you can get in some people's grill and they'll go out and score 20. And then if you yell and get in some people the same way, they might break down. But depending upon who it was, I, I get in them pretty good. But at the end of the day, they know that I love them and I just want what's best for them and just preparing them for, you know, like as they go into high school or further if they want to. All right, ladies, so give me your best story and Coach getting on to you. <laughs> so we'll, we'll start with you, Sadie. Well, from this past season, the one that I can think of is when we were in the conference championship against White County. And I wasn't shooting the ball. Coach Rachel wanted me to be shooting the ball. I had missed four straight shots in a row, so I just didn't want to shoot it. And then um, we got in the timeout, and Coach Rachel was like, "I'm this play's for you. Like, you're running this one. And then I was like, Callie, come over here, run this play. And she got on to me for not <laughs> shooting it, and then I went and shot the ball, and then I think I scored a couple times after that. So it helped. Sometimes you got to get after them a little bit, don't you? Yeah. I try to teach them this year a lot. Like, every shot you shoot is going in, and – if you miss it, it doesn't matter. Like, you have to shoot your way out of it. And girls are hard <laughs> sometimes. And so they it's a mental game. And when they do miss shots, they don't want to shoot. But I want them to have the confidence just because they've missed three doesn't mean they're not going to make the next three. I'm going to tell you, I'd love to play for a coach like that because they they tried to make me quit shooting. <laughs> so, so you guys are in good shape there. So, Lauren, how about you? What You know, coach has to get on you every now and then. Give me an example. Um, actually, our recent game, which was Friday against Alcoa, I had like four straight turnovers, and I was just wanting to break down. I was just so out of it, I couldn't. So she pulled me aside and was like, "You're fine. Like it's okay. it's gonna be okay." And so she just talked me through it because I'm emotional, <laughs> and so. Yeah. So a lot of the it sounds to me like you know you you want to do well for your coach, you want to do well for your team, but you tend to put more emotion on yourself than you really need to as and most good players do. Right. I would think. So you know I guess like she said the way to get out of this is just play out of it. Play mm-hmm. harder and harder and, and you guys definitely did that. So Justin for you as a 
an assistant coach on the sideline. You know, roles are different for assistant coaches, and I've, I've watched. Um, you're kind of more of a supporting role, and, you, and you're right. there supporting the kids as they come off of the uh, of the in out of the game and, and come to the bench, and that's where you kind of kick in and help them on the side. Absolutely, you know, I try to be her eyes on the bench, you know, with Coach Casey, and try to try to watch on the court what I can see, you know, because she's in the moment, intense. And I try to see, you know, where can we get better at on the offensive end or defensive end. So just trying to add that that little help to us that, that can get us over the top. You know, two state championships in this short period of time is <laughs> is unheard of. And uh, last time I had you on, there were some folks that heard the show and asked me, do you, do you want to stay in middle school? What's your future goals and plans as far as basketball is concerned? Um, I really enjoy middle school. Um, I personally don't want to go to the next level. I like to teach and I like to develop. And I feel like when I have middle school, I can do that. And I can really, because definitely when you get them as a fifth grader, you never know what they're going to become as an eighth grader. And just to see like how I can help them become who they are as eighth graders. And then my biggest goal when I have them is I expect them to be able to walk into high school and play. And so I I like that. And definitely when I get to go watch Cookville play or whatever school that they go to, and I get to see them providing big minutes and helping their team, like that's satisfactory for me. I think there's going to be some coaches that hear this in the upper coming are going to be very happy with your answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both in getting players and, and not having to worry about you as a, as a future high school coach. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, Success at any level is hard to mm-hmm. achieve, and, and you've done that just about every year that you've been there. So you two as a, a coaching tandem, what's your secret sauce? What's your secret to success beyond just the hard work that you put in? We love it. I mean, we, we spend countless hours watching it, thinking about it, talking about it. Um, if if we're out to eat together, we're probably going to be talking about sports somehow. So sometimes we have to back up and say, all right, let's talk about something different. But it really consumes what we do on a daily basis. And I want to mention you, athletic family, no doubt, and your brother, right. I think, has recently signed a scholarship to play yep. at uh, Arkansas State. Yep, he's going so, to play football at Arkansas State. So. Yeah, congrats there. That's that's huge. People don't realize how big a deal that is. So uh, congrats. That's got to be a great, Thank you. a great win for your family. So that's awesome. When did you guys know this year, even after the first game, when did you have a pretty good feeling that you guys were going to be pretty good? Right after our Christmas tournament, we um, that there was really good competition in the Christmas tournament. We played some really good teams, and the team that we lost to was in double overtime by two. And so it was a crazy game. And um, we after that, we all kind of got the idea that we were actually pretty good and that we could go far with it. So, ladies, let's let's uh, take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk specifically about the season. So we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your 
locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Again, we have Coach Vans in the house, and we got Sadie Garrett and Lauren Gillis from Prescott South Middle School. State champions again this year in the state of Tennessee. And we come at ladies, let's let's talk about the preseason coming in. So you you know, you guys put a lot of time and effort. It's not only in, you know, middle school season anymore. It's it's you know, off season AAU is a big part of what you do now, even in the younger grades. So coming into the season as you were finishing up your uh your off season and you guys got together for the first times with coach, did you realize that you had a pretty good thing going with your, your team this year? Yeah, so whenever we started team camps, we were started just rolling as soon as we started practicing and going to team camps and stuff. And I think that we all pretty quickly realized that it was going to be a good season. Like our teamwork and the way that we passed the ball and always shared it, we realized that we could go far with it. Lauren, anything to add? Yeah, just basically what she said, that we work as a team. No one on our team is really selfish. We all – we all contribute something different to our team to make us as good as we are. So I've, I've had your mom before, of course, and, and, you know, when you leave practice and you get in the car, you go from one coach to another <laughs> coach. So let's let's kind of fill everyone in on how that works in your family. Um, well, <laughs> let me think of this. <laughs> um, you guys listening, of course, her mother is a coach at Cookville High School, uh, Jamie Gillis. And she's done a heck of a job with with Cookville High School herself, and two sisters, and one sister presently playing, and one in college right now. So you're you're kind of coming up behind that. So how does that work for you guys? Um. So like after games, she'll tell me what I need to work on or something to help me with like this coming for coming up to her as a freshman. Um. And just like afterwards, she doesn't really talk much too much about it. Um. Because she, you know, she talks, she's coaching all day, basically. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So, in, in talking to her when she was, it was your uh, your sister that's playing at Cooper right now, I asked him the same question. And she tr- purposely tries not to say a whole lot about you playing for another coach and your play because she knows you're being coached. And so, but, but it's cool if you want to ask a question of a parent at home. Who better than the high school coach? Mm-hmm. So it's got to be beneficial for you having a mother that that is the high school coach. And, and the relationship for you guys, I know with the, the high school coaches in this area is good. You know, we got mm-hmm. Upperman High School. It's got a great basketball program. we got a couple high schools. Mm-hmm. got a great basketball program. And around the Upper Cumberland area, guys, this is some of the best women's basketball really in the whole southeastern United States. That's got to be cool for you guys. Absolutely. I agree. And, you know, I think that's part of the reason why we're so successful when we go to state. Um, basketball around here is just different, and we we treat it different. And Like, these girls love to play it. They they eat, sleep, drink basketball pretty much. And you can tell, like, I mean, if you just take our state championship game, for example, 
Like it was somebody from West Tennessee, and like our basketball is just different. Like I feel like personally, that's why I knew Friday's night game would be hard because Alcoa, you know, that's around this area. And then I knew if we we get past Alcoa, not that we had it, we were gonna win for sure. But I knew our odds were pretty darn good. And and I can see it from different sports, going from football to basketball. People love their girls' basketball around here, and it's good to see. You know, good good to be in be in gyms with with packed stadium, you know, packed houses, and see girls that you might have coached or know about. You know, playing playing on those Friday nights. So, and I go all the way back to you know Marynell Matters and mm-hmm. Bill Whirl, and and mm-hmm. basketball was. I think they had a lot to do with making basket women's basketball mm-hmm. very important in this area. And I, I can't pinpoint that as a reason. Yeah. But I Coach think Whirl was a lot amazing. Of yeah, he's an amazing guy. I used yeah. to do his summer camps over there. I was one of his last verbal commitments at Tech. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I didn't know that. All right, so I'm going to work backwards. Okay. And I was at the Alcoa game. Okay. And, and I know I didn't get to go to the Saturday state championship game, but I was at the Alcoa game. And, you know, Alcoa had a, a really good basketball team. I didn't realize how good they, they were. Did. They had good post people inside. You got one of them in foul trouble. We did. Uh, pretty quickly, and I think that was a key to the game because the two guards, I don't, I'm not seeing everybody you play, but I can't imagine having uh, any better guards. Right. The, the tandem that they had because the one handled the basketballs in eighth graders as good as anybody I've seen. I agree. And so I, I didn't realize it at the time because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know enough about it as far as middle school, but you know, I, I was thinking to myself, if you can beat this team, mm-hmm. you know, surely to goodness there's not a one better than them. So that was right. really the game that you were counting on. It was. And we knew coming in that they had three solid players. Um, the point guard, um, one of the best eighth-grade point guards I've seen in a while. Um, and then they had a shooting guard. She's a seventh grader. And then their post player. And we knew that if the post player is an eighth-grader as well. And, you know, I specifically told Kelby Stone – I was like, you've got to box her out. And if you get her in foul trouble, your life will be a lot easier. And we did. And it it worked to our benefit. But the one thing with the two guards is not that we don't worry about guards, but our guards play such good defense. Um, I was very confident in the two girls that I had guarding them that we would be okay. They they were able to penetrate. uh, And, you know, I didn't – I think they won't really get it to the hole because they didn't dish a Mm -hmm. whole lot once they got inside. You guys did a good job of – of kind of giving them that option mm-hmm. and then closing it down. They get, right. got through a couple times right. early, but uh, you really close it down at the end. And, you know, uh, the fans were over there complaining because they were thinking it was they were getting fouled all the mm-hmm. time. I just think they were getting to a point they couldn't go any further. Right. And I think that, to me, that was a key to the game. So going in, you, you knew all you needed to know about them. So as a defensive plan, what was your plan to try and, you know, derail their scoring a little bit? Um, so we played Maine all year. Um, that's no secret. Um, we're pretty big on defense wins games, and we held people under their average every single game that we played. Um, you know, we are blessed to have Lily Brock, who's like 5'10 as a seventh grader, who's long and lanky, so she can play off of somebody, and it makes them feel not open. Um, and then Sadie actually had to guard the other girl, and um, I told Lauren, I said, I'm going to put you on this girl because Lauren's such a good help defender, and she does mm-hmm. all the little things correct, which sometimes a lot of people don't see, and that goes unnoticed, but it does not go unnoticed like with us. And so I knew that whenever um, Sadie and Lily would ever, if they got beat or anything, we would have Lauren or, you know, whoever else there to be able to help. And actually the last play of the game was the girl 
went off the gerbil, beat Sadie. Lauren slid over, completely stopped her. They kicked it back out. Sadie closed back out, and they didn't even get a shot off in yep. time. Yeah, yep. that was huge. Yeah. If so, you could, uh, if you could take one possession that that kind of dictates what our season was, it was that last possession versus mm-hmm. Alcoa. I mean, our DNA is defense. These two girls and you know our other girls on the floor. That that's what really mattered, and that's what won us the game, I believe. So you, you knew where it was going. Absolutely, I mean, she, we did. she was going to take the shot and maybe dish it to the yeah. other guard. But yeah. so that's you know Sadie Garden, that young lady had to be pretty tough because, like I said, she the ball was a part of her body. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could handle the ball really well. They called uh, carrying one time, mm-hmm. and I think that was justified. But right. the rest of the time, they should have the other time when she dribbled it through a trap. But we won't talk yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they didn't. They got one of them though. That's, that's. <laughs> I thought the actually, I thought the referees did a pretty good job. Of yeah, maintaining they were great. Game. They were they were really good. So talk about Garden. Was was that the best guard that you played this year? Yeah, definitely ball handling wise. I mean, she was very shifty. She could like she was going between the legs, behind the back, trying to just make me try to play off of her and just trying to get to the goal and trying to, I guess, just break my ankles. And so I just had to stay in front of her and um, just had to make sure that I was watching her stomach and not her the ball and what else was moving around because she was just moving her shoulders everywhere. And so I just had to try to stay in front of her the best that I could. And when I didn't, Lauren had my back. I'm going to tell you, I noticed that from the beginning of the game because you were getting a little bit off balance mm-hmm. in guarding her, and she was able to get by like a couple times. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad at all. But I didn't notice at the end of the game I was looking at your eyes, and you were you were looking at the center of her body, mm-hmm. and, and that helped out a whole bunch. So good job for you. Yeah. That that was really, I think, a key because it, it was going to come down to the last shot, and they didn't get one off. Right. And so that's what ended up winning the game for you. So we're going to go do a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Again, we have Coach Rachel Van, Coach Justin Van, Sadie Garrett, and Lauren Gillies in the house talking about the state championship that Prescott South Middle School just won again for the second time. And we go back to the championship game. Um, we were talking before the break. Alcoa was such a tough team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how do you – and you had to know as a coach that the team you're going to be in the championship game with probably was not as talented as the Alcoa team. So that kind of can set you up for a letdown. So how did you two deal with that? And it's quick turnaround time. So how did you deal with that when you played Friday and you got to go back Saturday? So, you know, in the football season, I learned my lesson. You know, <laughs> we, we beat a good White County team and then came out versus Lebanon later egg. So that was going through my mind the whole time after beating Alcoa. And that's something, you know, I told to the girls is, hey, you know, that was a great game last night, but this is the game that matters. So, you know, just trying to get them to, hey, great game. We got to move on. We got to go get to the next one. The championship is what matters. And I think they did a good job of that. And I'll tell you, too. So we have a group text, me and then all of the players. And we were all excited. And everybody's like, you know, hey, like we just won. And then I'm not I don't remember which eighth grader it was. And it might have been two of them their next response was, but it's not over. And it's like, we still have one more to go. And, you know, just, I just don't think people understand like the two girls that are sitting right here and not just them, but their leadership that they've provided all year is just different. And when you have that culture, like it makes my job a lot easier. Um, Everything was always, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And so when I knew the second that now we were tired after Alcoa, I played six girls, five girls, the whole game, one got in foul trouble. I pulled one in just for a little while. And then 
I mean, I knew those girls were going to come out exhausted. And But when you have girls that are leading your team, one through how many ever that we have, I think we end up, we're sitting on the bench with 15. Um, it just makes it so much easier than most probably. So Sadie and Lauren, it was, a, if I'm not mistaken, it was an 8 o'clock game um, on Friday night. Mm-hmm. You got to return at one thirty the next day. Hardly time to get home, get in bed, and, and sleep a little bit. I know you're exhausted. So when you finally get home and you lay down and, and you, you start to think about the next game, you know what's running through your head in preparing in such a quick turnaround um, for the next team? So my mind when I was going to bed was still just going about the game, just thinking of every little play and what all happened and just thinking about um, how we still had one more to go. The next day would be the big game, the state championship game, which um, we knew going into it that it would be a little bit less of a competition for the game, but um, we still had to have the same mentality going in it. So you just had to – I had to keep my nerves calm and just try to get some sleep right before it. And then when we woke up – when I woke up the next morning, I was ready to go. I was excited. Did you ready go to right go. to sleep, or did you lay around and look at the ceiling for a little while? Or yeah, I definitely just laid there for probably about thirty minutes. Even though you're so tired, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. How about you, Lauren? Um, basically the same thing. Just after the Friday night's game, just thinking what I could improve on for the next game, or what I did good, what I could do better. Just thinking to prepare myself for the next game because that game was over with. We won. It's exciting, and then the next game you have to look forward. That. Let's talk about your uh, a couple of your eighth graders. And okay, you get a chance to talk a little bit about your team here, and yeah, you know the characteristic of this team versus the one a couple of year or year over a year ago. Um, what separates them from your first state championship team? So uh, that's actually kind of easy. I'll have to say, two years ago in 2022, those girls could just play. They were just better than everybody. Um, just as like individual skill things that they do for their team um but this group like they were a team Mm -hmm. and when i say like every game it was like 12 11 10 9 8 scoring they all rebounded the ball well we all passed the ball well they loved each other they worked hard i mean they were it's just fun like the culture is I mean, I guess being there at Prescott for so long, we've kind of built that, and I'm proud of it. But, like, they made it so fun this year, and they made it easy. Like, I never went into a game thinking I was gonna, we were going to lose, awesome. ever. And we lost the first game of the year, and we got our butts mm-hmm. handed to us pretty good by Blackman. Now, it says we only lost by nine, but we were <laughs> we were down quite a bit the whole game. And we weren't healthy all this year. Um I had an eighth grader tear ACL. She was a huge energy kid. Like, was so excited, called for the ball, loved to be in the highlight. And and then when she, you know, when you tear your ACL, that just does What's something to you. Taylor Hernandez, Taylor. Charlie's little sister. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Christmas, we win all the way to the Christmas tournament, losing the Christmas tournament without an eighth grader. Uh, Bella Fa has the flu, so she's not in the Christmas tournament. Um, and then, you know, after we have two, and then in the conference tournament, Callie breaks her ankle. Now she's a seventh grader, but like just to understand like everything that had happened to us this year and how they never looked back or thought about it or thought that that it even hurt us, like just says so much for the, you know, the mentality that our whole team had. It's like next man up, right? Yeah. And it, you know, they stepped up and it goes from our JV to our varsity, even like our JV girls. I'm pretty hardcore. We all know this. 
like I was not dressing more than 10 girls. And I told them from the get go, like, don't, don't, you know, whatever. Then I had girls like, we just want to sit there, Coach Rachel. We don't have to play. Like, you know, I'll stay in the gym and I'll work harder and I'll do this. And I'm, I'm hard on you. If you're in, if you're in the gym, I'm hard on you, but I love you. And just to know that we had girls that work so hard and then and I say it a lot and our whole team knows it but the leadership that these two girls sent to my rights reason why I told them to come up here like it's unmatched um they and not even they're the most vocal eighth grade kids that I've seen in a long time which is a big thing for Lauren because she used to be real shy and she didn't used to talk a whole much uh, but now she's just kind of like you know, a bright light and just fun and goofy and some say my favorite, but you know, no, that's inside joke. Um, some say. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and then Sadie's the most, one of the most vocal eighth grade kids and always talking and they're both always yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, or what they can do better or, or you know, constantly tell, helping their teammates. Like it, they just made it easy. Awesome. Anything to add, Justin? No, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's been great. You know, we, we face some adversity this season and the girls were able to to get over that adversity. And, you know, going into it, you never know what type of team you have and what you're going to face. Um, I always felt confident in our team every game, but you just never know. And uh, these girls showed up big time. So. Chemistry is so important, and you go in that it first is. game against Blackman and, and you guys get beat. What, what's going through your mind after that first game? Blackman had to be pretty good. They were, and, you know, they've actually, I guess, faced some adversity too, but we got them early, and they were – they were I don't I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago I mean we beat them we beat them pretty good mm-hmm. so I think they were ready for some revenge and they were just good we didn't play bad I didn't feel like I think we were kind of scared it was our first game first time actually playing you know and I think we have grew, we grew so much by the end of the year um, it was just I mean it was great and coach, and coach Justin wasn't there too so <laughs> so. Uh, Lauren, don't you think that double overtime game probably there gave you good experience to, to maybe help you out in the state? Yes. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, it gave us a great, like, what could happen in the state that yeah. that we still need to push hard. It's We have to finish hard if we yeah. want to win. So eight, eighth graders, let's, let's talk. Yep. How many are you losing this year, these uh, two? Um, Lauren Gillis, Sadie Garrett, Bella Fye, Yaw Asante, and Taylor Scott. Wow, so five. And Taylor Hernandez. So six total. Six total. Going on to – to high school mm-hmm. uh, what about the crop coming back um we had 15 total so what's that nine returning um you probably three that played significant playing time um and then some others that got court time as well so it, so it tends to be if you lose that many eighth graders it tends mm-hmm. to be kind of a rebuilding you know as you start right. over probably got a real good base to start with going into next year though oh i expect to be right back where we left off next year awesome we're not we're not rebuilding we were loaded reloading yeah. yes. reloading yeah. that, that's a good thing <laughs> so let's let's talk about you guys are eighth graders now you had a great experience got a state championship so what's next for you guys we'll start with uh sadie well, I'm looking forward to being on the high school team next year, the Cookville High School basketball team, and just um, being with a whole new group of different girls and different styles of play because I know that they play different than we do. So it'll just be new, and I'm excited for it. Exciting. You got the summer to look forward to before yeah. that, so a lot of lot of excitement, and I know they're probably very excited about getting you guys mm-hmm. too. How about you, Lauren, going into playing for your mom? Uh, basically what she said, just um, playing for my mom, yes, that's something that will be good and also could not be so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was looking for right there. 
But like she said, just joining with all the, the schools because we're all friends around. And so just being able to play with them and grow a new relationship with them and a new team, it was just it's exciting. Yeah, well, good luck to you guys. I know uh, this year has been a, a special one. It's, it's amazing to me that, you know, you, you characterize the differences in the two teams. Both were state championship mm-hmm. caliber teams. One may be a little bit more talented and one played team ball mm-hmm. better. So it's interesting to hear that. And, and you know, uh, as far as, you know, moving on and going into next year, I know that you set kind of the program expectation mm-hmm. and it's got to be a little bit easier for you now that people know what to expect as they come in. Uh Yes, I agree with that. You know, I've been there. What did we? It was like ten. It's been. I'm like one of the longest acting middle school, <laughs> middle yeah, school coaches. Yeah. Um, and you know, we worked hard on getting that culture, and I enjoy the fact that girls come and they're ready to play, and um, it just makes it easier. And you know, and once you lay down expectations and lay it all out in front, there's there's no questions usually. So. That helps. So you're kind of doing this in football too, but what do you say to this, Justin? Build it and they will come. That's right. That's right. And, you know, it, we, we we have high expectations for the girls, um, but they always answer it. Mm-hmm. You know, we put a lot on them in practice. We put a lot on them just from a coaching standpoint, a play standpoint, and they just seem to, to, to take it and get it, and, it, and it shows on the court, you know. And I love what you said, the word culture. You know, mm-hmm. building that culture will at last, you know, whether you have a good team chemistry or individual yeah. athletes, you can make them, if they understand the culture and they understand what the expectation is, you can work with that. To put in perspective a little bit, one last thing about like these girls' mindsets were we had go to um, the sectional championship, and we all, of course, they do, I hate awards, just FYI. Um, mm-hmm. They do the sectional awards, and then not one of our kids even posted about them getting an individual award like that put into perspective to me how much they wanted it as a team yeah, like nobody true. even said a thing they were just so excited that we won and that we were going to state that they didn't even care about their individuals well that's great but shoot the ball uh, <laughs> yes you gotta shoot the ball. Yeah. well thank you guys so much for joining us today I, I appreciate you getting here so quick and uh we, we love having you guys on and congratulations on your state championship and good luck as you go into ninth grade thank you oh, thank, thank you so much. Much. Thank, thank you for having us oh yeah anytime thank you guys for joining us on local matter sports and we'll see you next time